अन्नथौ ससियन निससियन खासियन चियन जंबायन उड्डुएन बायन सगेन भमले पित्तमुच्छाय सुहुमयम अंग संचालेम सुहुमयम खेल संचालेम सुहुमयम दिट्टि संचालेम एवमाई एहिम आगारेहिम अभग्गो अविरायो हुज्जमे कौसग्गो जावरियंतां भगवंतां नमोकारिणं न परिमितावकायं ठाणेनं मोणेनं झाणेनं पाणं बोषिरामि वेलकम बॅक वॉजन दॅट फन दॅट वॉज टुडेज सूत्रा यू गॉट ऑल दॅट got it memorized don't worry we're going to run through it again more slowly but first you notice anything different huh i'll give you a hint huh? new bookshelf i talked about getting a new bookshelf and i got a new bookshelf here's the old bookshelf here's the new bookshelf this one is entirely populated is that the right word with buddhist books <clears throat> and i I'm very happy to announce that I have organized them mostly. The most important thing is I've organized the next several years of uh of the recital the books I'm going to recite on this podcast. So how about a little sneak preview? Um come on in. Have a look. Don't be shy. Come on. Sorry. Whoa, what's happening? Oh. <clears throat> okay. So, as you may or may not know, the Pali Canon, the Theravada Theravadan original OG original Buddhist literature is referred to as the Tipitaka, which means three baskets. Basket number 1, Vinaya Pitaka. Basket number 2, Sutta Pitaka. And basket number three is the Abhidhamma Pitaka. And now, as you can see here on this uh, trusty visual aid, thank you, Wikipedia. The Vinaya Pitaka consists of the Vinaya and the Patimoka, which is here on the upper left, and it is the six volumes called the Books of Discipline. Now, don't let the title throw you. That's exciting. It is the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. This is called pre-sectarian Theravada. In other words, before the early schisms. Um so in basket number 2, the Sutta Pitaka, uh we have the Digha Nikaya, here called the Dialogues of the Buddha, um the Majjhima Nikaya. here called the middle length discourses of the buddha the samyutta nikaya the connected discourses the anguttara nikaya the numerical discourses and uh then there's the kudaka nikaya which is divided either into four sections or into 18 sections and then there's the the burmese and the sinhalese and the sri lankan and the thai versions which are a little there's a little bit of variance in what people have there uh but basically there is the uh one thing they all agree on is that there is the kudakapata which here is called the minor readings the dhammapada which you remember the dhammapada the thing i always point to at the beginning of these episodes we already read that uh but here is a perhaps better translation different translation i won't read that one because we already read that one 
So that's the one that everybody knows, that everybody basically has, Buddhists all have, of all denominations, uh, they've all got the Dhammapada. So that's what everybody knows of Theravada is this thin little book. Um, but yeah, so it is, it is part of the Kudaka Nikaya, which is the uh, sixth or the fifth of the five parts, generally speaking, of the Sutta Pitaka, which is the second basket. Then there is the Sutta Nipata, here called the group of discourses. And then Jataka, here called Jataka. And uh, also included in that is the story of Gautama Buddha. In addition, uh, among the 18 other uh, titles, which include those four titles, we have the Word of the Doctrine which is the Udana and the Itvutaka, the path of discrimination, which is the Padisambhidamaga, and then the uh, Buddha Vamsa and the Karyapitaka, I'll practice saying that, uh, which are here called the minor anthologies. And finally, don't worry, we're almost done. Uh, basket number three, um, the Dhamma Sangani is here referred to as the Buddhist manual of psychological ethics. That's an interesting translation of the title. Vibhanga, the book of analysis. Datukata, discourse on the elements. And then there is the Pugalapanati, which I remembered because uh, its translation into English, that title is the designation of human types, which sounds like it'll be a little odd. Also, the Polytext Society in London uh, neglected to send it, but it was on the list of books that I ordered. So I wrote to them and asked them to please rectify that. So that should be coming in the mail sometime in the next couple months, which is fine because we're going to be reading everything else for the next several years. So there's time to get that one. But technically, my Tipitaka is incomplete without it. Anyway, uh, next we have the Katavatu, which here is called the Points of Controversy. Sounds controversial. The Yamaku, or Book of Pairs. I was thumbing through that earlier, and it looks very interesting. Um, and finally, the Pathana, um, which is here called Conditional Relations. So there you have it, the three baskets. Oh, and uh, finally, right after the end of these you'll notice a book called The Debates Commentary. Now that is, uh, I believe, shortly after King Ashok, when there were already six different schools of Theravada. So it talks about the, uh, the debates between them and why they split and what the issues are between them. So that's the point where it's no longer what could be called early Buddhism. It's now going into the realm of what that, uh, that guy that I was talking about on that YouTube video was calling Theravada. In other words, a bunch of different schools. A few hundred, couple hundred years later, there were 14 schools. So this is just when there were six. Um, so yeah, then there's, you know, okay, well in Burma, they say this was the sixth council, but in Thailand, they don't say, they disagree and say this other council was the sixth council, so they're having different councils. 
So it's like, okay, at that point, it starts to branch into different uh, groups, different um, forms of Theravada, and then right around that time is when Mahayana comes on the scene. Now you'll notice there's other maroon books. These are also books from the Polytext Society over here. What these are, are the commentaries of mostly 5th century common era um, Buddhist scholars. Buddha Gosa, who is, uh, I guess, generally considered to be the foremost Buddhist scholar of Theravada. Um, and, uh, and two others, forgive me, I uh, have forgotten their names, but one is from Tamil in the late 5th century, and the other one has a similar name, Buddha uh, Pala. And uh, Dhamma, Dhammapala, and Buddha something else. So there's Buddha Gosa, another guy, and then Dhammapala. All three of them are Buddhist scholars in the fifth century common era. So we have got some Mahayana to read, and even some Madhyamaka Mahayana, Madhyamaka Mahayana. Before we, before because I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm going to be strict about going by century now. Um, I don't think anybody knows exactly what year or which of the earliest, earliest centuries um, the particular uh, scripts of the, or, you know, scrolls, you know, holy scriptures of the three baskets uh, were written. So I'm considering them all as first. And I have simply put them in order, in the order that, that Theravada puts them in. So the order that I just gave it to you in is the order in which I will be reading them. After we finish this uh, thin book called the Samayik Sutra, which includes, um, you know, a bunch of the old Jayan Sutras so that we can get kind of an idea of where, where Siddhartha Gautama's head was at prior to his enlightenment, because I think that that's very interesting. Um, now, if this is your first time seeing me, um, now I'll say this stuff. Go ahead and click here and uh, go back to the Dhammapada. That's, you know, that's part of the Tipitaka. And then uh, you can look forward to a couple months from now or maybe a month from now. I don't know how much longer it's going to be before we get to it. Um, when we dive into the rest of the Tipitaka for several years, no doubt. Um, and uh, if you're here for the Jainism, um, then click here. That'll take you to a playlist. The very first one is where I will lay out all my evidence for a half an hour. And, and uh, I will do my best not to convince you, but to explain why I'm convinced that uh, Siddhartha Gautama was a practicing Jainist. Even though Jainist is not a word. Jainism is a word. Jain is a word. But Jainist, autocorrect, you know, changes it to Jainism. And Google is like, what are you talking about? Like, whoever put an ist at the end of that word. I always assumed where there's an ism, there's an ist. But not in the case of Jainism. There's Jains. And Jaina uh, apparently is the, I think, more correct term. Jainism is more of a English, Greek, Greek suffixization of... Uh, of it to fit it among the religions and have it sound like a religion or philosophy. So, okay, enough about all that. Let's get to the breakdown of today's sutra in English. 
अन्नथ उसी एणम निशसी एणम खासी एणम छी एणम जंभाई एणम उड्डू एणम वाय निषगेणम भमली पित्तमुच्छाए सुहुमेहिम अंग संचालेहिम सुहुमेहिम खेल संचालेहिम सुहुमेहिम दिठी संचालेहिम एवमाईएहिम आगारेहिम अभग्गो अविराहिओ हुज्ज मे काउत्सगो जाव अरिहंताणम भगवंताण नमुकारेणम न पारेमी तवकायम ठाणेनम मोणेनम झाणेनम अपाणम वोसीरामी सो फुल डिस्क्लोजर उपाध्याय अमर मुनि हेड ट्रांसलेटेड दैट वन पार्ट एज पैसिंग गैस बट आई टुक द लिबर्टी of of changing that translation slightly but obviously it has the same meaning and by the way this chair squeaks a little so don't get any funny ideas all right so let's get to the agara sutra um here is upadhyaya's more you know flowing english translation of the sutra as a whole establishing myself in meditation in a motionless posture kayotsarga i renounce all bodily movements except for involuntary movements that occur naturally such as breathing in and out coughing sneezing yawning belching passing gas fainting subtle blinking of eyes and other bodily visitations of vata pitta and kapha um until i do not complete the kayotsarga by paying obeisance to the anhantas and recite the namaskara mantra i will fix my mind in meditation and remove the body from all sinful activities by keeping it motionless and by observing complete silence all right analysis The meaning of kayotsarga is to remain motionless by stopping all bodily impulses. <clears throat> This path is disengagement or nivritti of disengagement or nivritti is very essential for the aspirant. It strengthens the resolves of body, mind and speech, steers one's life out of the sphere of attachment. guides the light of the self to spread in all directions urges the soul to relinquish its connection with the external world and causes the body to establish itself in the center of its own real form sidebar and apology in advance um yeah uh, after i believe it was yesterday uh whenever it was that i was talking about how uh the white house has been talking some smack about india lately and i expressed my emotions a little bit at my um country of origin 
in its uh, not good treatment of my chosen country. I'm in India right now, for those who didn't know, but I'm from California. Um, yeah, I noticed some people unsubscribed, and uh, you know, that's fine. And I, I, I apologize, and I, I mentioned it to my wife, and she said, oh yeah, don't talk about that stuff. People who watch something like this, they want to kind of escape from that stuff and be uplifted and talk about other things. But, um, you know, there's a few layers to it. One is, I talk about Andaman and Nicobar Islands. I talk about, uh, you know, a few, a few other things that are India-related, um, besides Buddhism, you know, Jainism, for instance. And, uh, you know, yeah, getting into modern, like, today stuff that's happening, yeah, I can see how it might rub some people the wrong way. Um, obviously, what Putin's doing right now is wrong. If you disagree with that, I don't mind if you unsubscribe. Um, India is taking a different position in the whole thing for reasons uh, than the U.S. is. And uh, the U.S. is being a bit of a bully. So write your local congressperson if you have a problem with it. Don't blame me. Um, you know, Gorka. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm... I, I, I guess what I want to say is I'm not here... I mean, I'm wearing this thing, you know, I aspire to be more Buddhist, but I am not going to pretend to be something I'm not on here. What I am is a real person. Um, and uh, yeah, the subject is Buddhism, the subject is Buddhist books. Uh, but also, if I have something to say, I'm gonna say it. And uh, I, don't, I, don't think I, I don't think I should apologize for that, not for that. Obviously, any bad vibes, I apologize for. Uh, but I want you to know that I'm not trying to present myself as a guru or a teacher or as a, uh, a higher elevated vibrating person. You're probably a more higher vibrated elevated person than I am. Um, I'm, more, I'm more, more for integration of the shadow. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't exclude it. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not here to pretend. Basically, I'm not here. I'm not putting on an act for you, at all. Um, that's all I have to say. Okay, let's shift gears. See how many people drop off after this one. It's okay. It's all right. All right. The exceptions. In Kayotsarka, an important point to be noted is that however strong or determined an aspirant is, there are, then again, it might have been the Starbucks stuff or the sexual innuendo. Who knows? I don't know. It might not have been the politics. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, an important point to be noted is that however strong or determined an aspirant is, there are some bodily activities that cannot be stopped. You know the ones. You know what I'm talking about. There was a flag. Anyway, if forcibly stopped, it will only cause more harm than good. Let it out. It's okay. That's why we burn incense in this yoga class, I used to say. Oh my God, one time it was so embarrassing. I was teaching a class. I was like... Okay, now pull your knees up to your chest and roll from side to side. 
You can imagine, based on context, what happened. The thing is, nobody laughed. Everybody was silent, dead silent, which was like worse. It was like, obviously everybody heard it, but it was nice of them to, I guess, be silent. But I didn't know what to say. Like, oh, excuse me, I didn't say that. I just said, okay, now we'll move into the next pose. <sighs> Embarrassing. <clears throat> anyway, it happens. Did I mention I'm a human? Anyway. All right. If forcibly stopped, it'll only cause more harm than good. Therefore, <clears throat> it is important to mention these exceptions before Kayotsarga. Otherwise, the vow of Kayotsarga is defeated. Keeping this subtle point in mind, the sutra writers have created this Agara Sutra. Right, the sutra reading. By mentioning and claiming an exception, the aspirant is not affected by the mutilation of the vow. What a subtle understanding this is. Yeah. Uh, it reflects so truly the alertness toward truth. All right. Yeah, I wasn't quite getting it from the... Because uh, the word order was a little bit, huh? Okay, we're talking about all these things and... Okay, motionless, uh, huh? So it's nice that he's explaining it for us because it actually makes a lot of really good sense. And uh, yeah, cool. Evamaichim agarehim. This sutra allows for the premature ending of Kayotsarga in the event of an emergency or an unusual situation, which justifies breaking it midway. Later on, it can be completed at an appropriate time and place. Oh my God, if anybody ever interrupted my dad while he was meditating, oh, he lost it. Not very Buddhist, right? Losing your temper at someone because they interrupted. Hey dad, not while I'm meditating, man. Anyway, the ancient commentators have shed important light on the reasons for ending something prematurely. Some of the reasons have been accepted, keeping human weaknesses in mind, and some others for the sake of compassion. Thus, if any sudden calamity requires one to break his kayotsarga to help another, then this exception is allowed. But you can't just go take a bath in the river and accept rice from a lady, Siddhartha. <laughs> Sorry, is what they would say, what those guys seem to say, if you saw episode one of Jain Sutra. Anyway, the Jaina, you have broken your vow. The Jaina thought is not a rigid inert system caught in the mire of rituals only. It is open to situations of compassion towards others, even during meditation. If the dogmatic preachers of today keep these goals in mind, then many negative notions about Jainism can be dispelled. There is a mention by the commentators of this sutra regarding other situations that can be treated as exceptions. <clears throat> these include fire hazards, danger to and from creatures such as snakes, or other five-sensed creatures, or even situations of menace caused by thieves. Uh, Dacowitz, D-A-C-O-I-T-C-S, 
I'm going to assume that that's a word that I don't know because I'm ignorant, not a typo, because seems to be most of the most of the case. Or rulers themselves. Okay. For example, fire is treated as an exception because it is unfair to expect an aspirant to be so strong-willed as to be unmindful of the danger to his very life. If he does not give up his life for his vow, it would raise questions about the Jaina religion and its very ideals. Above all, there is no sense in wasteful sacrifice of life. Danger to and from creatures such as snakes or other five-sensed creatures is treated as an exception because one must not be a detached observer if an innocent creature is being harmed or killed. One must break, but the snake is hungry. One must break the meditation and try to stop the violence. The snake should go vegan. Anyway, likewise, even if one sees another being bitten by a snake, he can break his meditation to help the person. Keeping this in mind, Akarya Himachandra writes in the Yoga Sastra, Majarimusikade Purato Gamane Grata Saratopi na Bhanga Sarpadaste Atmani Va Vadhavadu Sahasa Ucharayato na Bhanga from Yoga Sastra 3 slash 124 Svopanya the meaning of abhago is not to be destroyed completely, and that of avirahio is not to be destroyed partially. Bhagna sarvata vinasita na bhagno bhagna viradito desabhagana. Na viradhiho hito viradhita from Yoga Sastra 3 slash 24 Svopanyavirti posture in Kayotsarga. Kayotsarga must be done in the Padmasana or Lotus posture. Well, I'm into that. Being a fan of Dogen, I know a lot of folks will say, oh no, you can meditate laying down, but no. Lotus pose. That's ableist, I know. But for those who can do lotus pose comfortably, it's very nice to do lotus pose. Um, it's nice to work toward. Be careful with your knees. Don't uh, don't force anything. Um, I think, yeah, I've got... Okay, real quick. Uh, yeah, this video here, that's the one that I used for warming up toward lotus posture. So you can practice those stretches gently. Don't force anything. I mean, if you want to work toward lotus pose. That was a big goal of mine years ago. And so I got into yoga just to be able to do lotus pose because of advice like this from Dogen, uh, you know, in the 1200s. Anyway, sit erect, not like that, Padmasambhava, in the lotus posture or Padmasana 
with arms facing downwards in the Dhyana Mudra and gaze focused on the tip of the nose. With a serene expression and an upright posture, keep all bodily movements still. Do not shift your weight from one leg to the other. Do not take support from a wall or move your head. Duration and Relaxations The sutras state that the duration of Kayutsarga is until one utters Namo Arihantanam. This does not mean that one can utter Namo Arihantanam at any time and end Kayotsarga. One must start it with vigilance and end it on time with the same vigilance. This is the sign of awareness and self-seeking. Only the experienced know this truth. So I think Namo Arihantanam means uh, like I have become an Arihanta or something. So yeah, you don't just... I have I have achieved, you know, unsurpassed. Anyway, in this sutra, five sampadas or relaxations have been mentioned. The first is Eka Vikananta Agra Sampada, wherein exceptions with singular phrases are mentioned. The second is Bahu Vakananta Agara Sampada, wherein exceptions with plural phrases are mentioned. The third is Angantuka Agara Sampada, wherein calamities such as a sudden fire have been mentioned. The fourth is Kayotsarga Vidi Sampada, wherein the duration of Kayotsarga has been indicated. The fifth is Svarupa Sampada, wherein the form of Kayotsarga has been described. This description of sampadas is important to understand the inner implication of the primary sutras. And that concludes our uh, reading about the Agara Sutra. So, next episode we'll be on to another sutra. So I was able to babble about my bookshelf and the upcoming... Uh, uh, Tripitaka um, recitals and about that other stuff and finish an entire chapter and end before 34 minutes. Well, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, I don't know. I hope I'm not letting people down. I For, for me, it like nobody's doing this. Nobody's just uh, diving in and just reading it all. I know not everybody can can get these, so I'm reading them so that people can hear what they say. Because, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times, you know, like listening to Alan Watts, you know, he'll mention the Pali scriptures and you kind of lean forward and he'll say, over and over in the Pali scriptures, it says, people ask the Buddha, is it or is it not? Is it this? Is it that? Is it nothing? Is it everything? And the Buddha just remains silent. And people are like, ah, it must be wisdom because Alan Watts said that the Pali scriptures say it. But other than that, the Pali scriptures kind of seem like this, like out of like impossible to know thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just a bit pricey and they're like not readily available on Amazon like all the Mahayana and Vajrayana stuff is. Um, it's a lot more popular um, than the original stuff that actually came out of the Buddha's mouth 
or the closest that we will ever hope to get to knowing what actually came out of the Buddha's mouth. So I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for you. And, uh, you know, I feel bad that people unsubscribe and I feel like I did something wrong. But at the same time, you know, if I'm going to be doing this every day for the next like 20 years, I can't act. You know, I mean, I've got to be real with you guys, you know. If, I, if there's something on my mind I feel like I want to share, I'm going to share it. And, and I'm sorry if that bugs some people. So anyway, much love to everybody. And may all beings be happy, including Biden and Trump and Putin and, and the rest of them. All right, let's close, shall we? Oh, we're getting up to 34 minutes. But still, it's not 42 minutes, is it? the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.